We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Knicks all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Knicks Fan TV, ladies and gentlemen, game four of the preseason is in the books, and it was thrilling, and it was um, it was something. A lot of things to talk about. We saw the chat. We saw everything you had to say, and we we're sorry to disappoint, but yes, it is just I, myself, and JD. No CP tonight, and no, he's not on the run. This was already planned, but JD, <laughs> our Knicks took this, this uh, fourth game of the preseason, this finale against the Washington Wizards. We saw a lot of defense-ish uh, towards the end of the game. Obi Toppin looking good. Uh, Grimes looking good. Uh, we, we got what we got from uh, Julius Randle, Derrick Rose. Uh, I, like I said, it's preseason, but uh, Twitter's jumping out the window. How you feeling about this game, bro? 50 burger. Uh, double down. 50 burger. <laughs> Man, when it was the third quarter, I'm like, I don't know if I want to go on this show because that 50 burger – I don't know if it's looking good, even though it's preseason. <laughs> and, I mean, CP was right here with us. I don't know where yeah. he went, but. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> don't kidding. do that. Don't uh, do that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Before they, they really start thinking that CP they was dunking. They're going to believe that. They're going to believe you know, somebody, that. Somebody hit a game-winning shot, so I know there's people <laughs> in the chat looking for CP. Uh, but, listen, it was, I think it was a great way to end the preseason mm-hmm. um, in terms of getting the win. Uh in terms of going into the season now with some momentum. Right. Uh, they got some high leverage basketball there in the fourth quarter with some 
you know, with a close game. And I mean, they were really from behind for most of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, there were some interesting developments in today's game, starting with one of your uh, favorite players, Quentin Grimes. Yes, sir. That, that, that was good to see. It was actually, I think it was rather surprising that um, yeah. not only did he got the minutes that he got tonight, mm -hmm. but also in the pattern, the rotation, the substitution pattern that he was, you know, inserted into the game. He was... He looked like a legitimate part of the rotation tonight. Really so, um, and he played some key minutes in the fourth quarter. Uh, so that was good to see. Uh, Randall hitting the last shot was good to see. Um, there were some negatives, and I'm sure we'll talk about those negatives, especially defensively, the perimeter. What are going to be some of the concerns right. for the New York Knicks as they start the season now on on uh, October 20th? Um, but I think overall. You know, we got Mitch Robinson back. Um, there's going to, you know, we're, we're, we'll, we'll see what, you know, what everyone thinks about his performance tonight. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, listen, it was a a good way to end the, the preseason. At the end of the sure. day, they got the win. Um, it wasn't in the best fashion. But you know what? Sometimes I'm pretty sure Tom Thibodeau at, in the end is happy with the way it ended. Because sure. in preseason, there's only four games now, mm -hmm. right? So the Knicks had, I think, was it a couple of blowouts? Then you had the Pistons game, and now you have now you have this game. At some point, part of the dress rehearsal is you want to be able to face a little bit of adversity, either get a tight game, you want to have a game, you know, be close in the fourth. You want to face those situations right. because you know that's part of preseason. That's part of practice. Yeah, you want to be able to be in that situation. So. Uh, we're zero zero now, and yep. the road to fifty begins next week. Fifty burger, the I'm the joking. movement created by our own JD is 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 catching fire in the Knicks fan TV chat, and uh, yeah, a lot of people are, are believing the hype and uh, jumping into it. But I want to uh, continue on something that you brought up, and that was Mitchell Robinson. Mitch Robinson made his uh, appearance today, and he was gassed, but you can see that. Just him being on the floor, the intimidation factor was 100% there. Um, there was a lot of quick draws by the uh, the Wizards in some instances. And um, a lot, lot, you can see the def uh, the offense shifting a little bit for the Wizards. They were able to figure it out a little bit because um, of uh, Mitch's uh, conditioning. But I'm not really worried about that. This is his first game since March. Uh, but how did you feel about Mitch Robinson making his return, man? Uh, well, According to Tom Thibodeau before the game, uh, he was just going to get his feet wet and he was going to be limited. And right. next thing you know, he played 27, 27. minutes. 27. Yep. <laughs> and he's yep. into the game. Uh, what, three, four minutes uh, in, he, he's inserted into the game. So mm -hmm. um, I caught a little bit of Mitchell Robinson's post game. He even said that he was surprised. He wasn't expecting to play this many minutes. <laughs> um, so it goes to show you that, you know, in Tom Thibodeau's world, uh, you know, it's different things have different meanings. Right. And and he just goes with the flow, goes with his gut instincts of how he manages minutes. Um, and I know there's a lot of debate within the fan base. Some people are, agree with it. Some people don't. But in terms of, you know, his performance, you know, listen, for the first time, uh, this is going to be his only preseason game. Um, in the end, I actually think it was pretty solid that he got 27 minutes. You know right. why? Because... There's no time. Like, the season starts now. The mm -hmm. team has high expectations. You know, it was good that he extended his minutes so he can catch some wind, get some endurance, get some conditioning. Because, you know, when the season starts, 
teams don't have many practices, you know, with the, with the travel time, um, the games coming in so fast, there's not that much time to really, you know, have scrimmages. You have players being managed throughout practice. I thought that he was okay. Um, he had nine rebounds, two steals. Um, he was three of eight. Um, I think it, there's, we're going to have to, you know, see how the added weight, um, does with his explosiveness. I think at times he was a little bit um, slow, but again, that could be from conditioning. So I think as time goes by, we're going to find out if, you know, the added weight was a positive or it was a negative. I'll tell you what, though. Every time he hit the floor, CK, I was nervous. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, he came in. And I, yeah, he came in. And I think the first possession I, after he came in, he tried to contest a shot. He goes on the ground. And I'm like, please don't be hurt. Please don't be hurt. Yeah. Um, so I think it was solid. Um, and, you know, let's see. Let's see how it goes, uh, you know, when the season begins. Yeah, definitely the presence was felt with him on the court. He didn't even block a shot, didn't even have to do much. Just the fact that he was out there, you could see that the respect was already uh, given from the uh, the Wizards' offense. Because uh, we're, And we're going to talk about that next. But they were getting to the basket way too damn easily to start off that whole entire game. And the minute that he came out there, you could see that it slowed down a little bit. But then they eventually started making the three ball on top of all that. But, yeah, it, it's nice to have that factor that's been missing for us uh, for so long. Now, I know we had Nerlens but to have Mitchell Robinson back in the lineup, that, that this is a whole other level that we haven't really gotten to see uh, the full potential of, especially under Tom Thibodeau, that is exciting. But like you, yes, uh, there was a few of them that he went for, the loose balls and stuff like that. I'm just looking at I'm like, please, all right, don't do anything crazy. Like, I'm looking at I'm everything. I'm looking at fingers. I'm looking at hands. I'm looking at when he's falling. Like, I'm just, 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 just get up and be all right, and we'll, we'll see how the season goes. But, uh, yeah, very happy to see him on the floor. But uh, talking about defense, um, we did see Kemba Walker get swapped out uh, pre- pretty early. Um, we could talk about whether that's the minutes and with the injury or just the lack of defense. Uh, how worried with you were you with the perimeter defense that – was lacking uh, throughout the entire first half. I don't think it really clicked probably till the the, the midway of the third uh, quarter. But um, the, the the perimeter defense wasn't great. A lot of people worry about that. I saw that on social media. What were your thoughts about it? Yeah, listen, I know that's you know the the thing about the Knicks fan base is extremely smart, extremely intelligent. Right. They understand you know gritty. They understand defense. Uh, very detail oriented fan base. So. The fact of the matter is, you know, everything is going to be magnified and, and we're going to, sure. you know, especially being where we were last season in terms of defensively, um, we're going to notice, especially with Thibodeau coaching, all the weaknesses and things that, you know, don't result in, in quality basketball. So mm. it's going it, to, it's one of the concerns. And that's why I also want to see the team when Noel and Mitch are back healthy. Um, because when they're not there, as you can see, when our perimeter defense is weak, it's going to look worse because when we don't have the rim protection, there's nobody to clean up some of the mistakes. Um, So that's the first thing. The second thing is I think this team is going to have to adapt a little bit and become more offensive um, in the sense that to kind of make up for some of the deficiencies that we may have on the perimeter – we're going to have to score points. And one of and I think Tom Thibodeau realizes that because we're shooting more threes, right? So we're going to now be caught up in a situation where we're going to have to be at least very solid to strong offensively to make up for some of our defensive deficiencies um, in the perimeter because I think, and this is just me personally, 
if we're not sound in rotations, we're going to allow a lot of open threes. I know we did last season, but you saw tonight there were a lot of open threes and there were wide open threes. Wow. And I know last season we got a little bit away with it, but is it is that a sustainable way to be solid defensively long term? We're going to find out this season. Um, in terms of Kemba, listen, you know, it's 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 going to be a work in progress. I think what's, what's, what's going to happen is you're going to have games where he's going to be decent and then you're going to have games like tonight where is he, is he's just going to be off and you're going to have to make adjustments. Now, the positive about that is you have Derrick Rose, right, who is not the greatest defender, but he can still be a bigger body, stronger body. Right. You saw that Thibodeau made that adjustment because of Neto was is a small guard. So you put Rose on him, who's a bigger body, and see how that goes. Um, and, you know, the good thing is the Knicks have depth to try to make changes. That's also why I think Grimes has the head start on Kevin Knox. Because, like I said, Grimes gives you offense, but he can also give you defense. And Tom Tibble is going to have to find creative ways to have as much defense on the floor as possible, mm -hmm. but also have enough offense to make up for it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well said. We have 15. You know, I'm, I'm rounding up. We got 1,600 of y'all in the chat. Hit that like button for the boys if you haven't already we already got a lot of super chats that we're gonna have to play catch up on but let me read some of these right here starting with my man mid belford saying fellas 50 piece might go for this uh i might go for the 60 burger lol nicks in four it doesn't matter lol this is going to be the start of a magical season a preseason game with that intensity this is nuts lol yeah facts like uh, the garden was going crazy we had an mvp chant in the preseason tell me another team that's doing that nobody i want to hear it best fan base argue with your mom i'm not listening to you uh you scott Frazier, Morgan. Huh? you heard clyde in the end you heard clyde in the end saying that you know you couldn't even hear the whistle whistle the right because i was trying to figure out why the clock stopped because the, the referees were trying to they were trying to stop the play the entire time but we were they, we were all the way down the other side of the court ready for another bucket but yeah man i love it i love the energy uh scott morgan saying he's very excited about grimes with the $25. P.E.'s in the chat for none other than Mr. Chuck D. With a 20 bone saying, Mitch caused havoc on offense and defense. And he created mad space. He makes the other team seem small, yo. Best believe he's going uh, to get conditioned. I agree. This was a culture game. Knicks won before we won. Last play was irrelevant. Uh I I, I I hear that. Um, I, I that's why I, I honestly feel like I was telling my fiance that I, whether we won or lost this game, the fact that we had that kind of comeback, the fact that we had the energy of the Garden in this one game right here, we saw the fight from you know we saw the defense from guys like Obi Toppin who was atrocious defensively last year and turned around and played great defensively tonight at least in that second half grimes as a rookie had a hard time making a shot but was doing everything else right and when it mattered hit that clutch three rj barrett with the key block off the backboard all those key moments right there tells you the fight in this team and to jd's point the the the, the positive of having such depth in moments like this because that wasn't our starting lineup evan Fournier wasn't out there you know what i mean uh kimball walker wasn't out there mitch wasn't out there Taj wasn't out there we had obi finishing the game at the center like a lot of you guys wanted um, you know, uh, my guy Grimes got those key moments and did a lot with it. Like, that's what is so beautiful about the depth that we have for this team. When one guy's missing, like Burks wasn't there tonight, you know, Quentin Grimes uh, stepped up and he did a good job with what he had. And I also want to say, J.D., I just want to put this out there. I'm not trying to say, you know, that I was I, I was right and I told you so before <laughs> that five of that closing lineup 
was my defensive line. The only one was Obi Toppin instead of Mitch Robinson. I just want to put that out there. Uh, you know, Grimes got his hey. burn, so I feel a little good about that. And he did his thing, man. I was really happy about it. But, uh, yeah, I, I agree. We won before we even won, and I'm, I'm with you on that for sure, Chuck. Uh, <laughs> tonight's uh, lines are only going to be on Discord. Unfortunately, I cannot run the phone lines from uh, where I'm at where I'm running this live, so everything will be Discord only for all of our call-ins. I would like to get as many of them as possible if you haven't already, uh, so get on the Discord. You guys know the link. If not, we will throw that link up for you guys in the chat, but get on in there, and we're going to have some conversations continuing about this game. Before we do that, um, Derek Rose and Julius Randle, man. Uh, we saw Julius Randle uh, have – he only played three of the four games, and I, in my opinion, I feel like he was great in all three of them. Uh, he did have a, a tough start for us in this game but the whole entire team did and he rallied and uh closed out the game well derrick rose was good for us the entire game i mean derrick rose doing what derrick rose does uh so I, I, but just the 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 fact that this is happening in the preseason and you know other teams over there i saw the miami heat playing uh the bottom half of their 15 players uh in their entire game but we're here playing our entire lineup and and, and getting the chemistry together um what's your thoughts on uh d rose and julius Randle putting in the effort that they put in in a meaningless preseason game <laughs> i mean listen it's 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 definitely meaningless, especially now. It's zero zero, so it's over, right? Right, right. It's over, and nobody cares anymore. Um, and and but the thing is, and and that it's part of adjusting the mindset. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean any. It doesn't mean nothing to Tom Thibodeau. In other words, to to Thibodeau, it means a lot. Right. Like these minutes mean a lot for him, um, because he's putting players out in different situations, and Thibodeau is such a trust coach. He's such a coach that is is big on just trusting the players. So it is very meaningful for the players. And not only that, the players are responding to that, which Facts. means although the fan base is, you know, some of some some of the fans are, you know, they're not in agree, agreement with the way that the preseason played out in terms of minutes, playing players in the fourth quarter, playing mm -hmm. players in the last two, three minutes. Right. The players have bought into his philosophy, and that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. um, Rose again continues to show that in big moments he has he's gonna have to be out there um and, and you know we had the show with the closing lineups and this is you know one of the reasons why is he has the trust of of tom thibodeau but derrick rose is a good three-point shooter in the clutch like he's time and time again he's proven himself to be a big big shot maker um and he has a lot of composure a lot of poise and you know it's i think the point guard position he's going to play it by ear if rose has if rose is hot he'll finish it if kemba's hot kemba may finish i don't know that he's going to play both at the same time um because we saw that a little bit tonight and defensively it was a problem yeah. um so that'll be interesting to see in terms of julius randall listen he's our leader um you know he's our best player yeah. and this is what he has to do i was encouraged by him hitting a big shot because the fans are back. And again, it's preseason. <laughs> Facts. That's it's a good point. That's a good point, but though. People are paying attention. Yeah. People, a lot of people said, well, the fans are back. The, you know, he was psyched, you know, psyched, psyched out and this and that on the fourth. Yeah. Well, I was encouraged by him having a good preseason. And listen, that last shot was one on was on Gafford, who is going to be one of their starters. So that was also a positive in terms of who was defending him in that key moment and listen everybody started slow so him right. going six for 16 him going one from six from three 
everybody started slow. I'm not really too concerned about that. I will say we saw him playing with Obi, and there was one possession where Obi was wide open in front of him, and he went cross-court, and there was a turnover. <laughs> yeah. And I think an example like that is just chemistry. He cool. hasn't played with Obi a lot. And he's working on becoming a better passer on a double team. And I'm hoping that that's an area of his game that he shows improvement this season. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Yeah, I remember that play as well. But I think, and that's the point. Like, they, they were saying that that's the whole point and the whole reason why we're playing all of our guys. Uh, it's for the chemistry. We, we're we going to be trying all kinds of different lineups. Like, we're, uh, the whole Quentin Grimes thing. I thought that was like, going to be a midseason choice. And fourth game of the preseason, he gets thrown in because he needed a defensive assignment. Grimes did the thing, and he ended up playing the majority of the game. Now, mind you, I know Burks was out, but he could have gone anywhere else on the uh, the roster. Kevin Knox was playing soft for the first three games, but we knew he needed defense on top of offense. Went with the rookie, and the rookie delivered. So, um, yeah, chemistry is important to me. You know, yes, throughout the preseason, at least in the first two games, I did want to see more of the young guys. But in a game like this, knowing this is the last one before our actual game on Wednesday, I, I just wanted to see what we saw tonight. Chemistry and seeing everybody figuring it out and playing with each other and, and playing for each other the way that we saw uh, in tonight's game. So I, I have no complaints with the lineup and the, the minutes tonight. You ain't going to get that out of me tonight. But I want to go to the, the Discord, get to the phones. Uh, we have uh, quite a people on hold already. So we're going to go with the first one. And it is Jay from the Lou. Jay, how you feeling about tonight's game? Let us, let us hear it. How you feeling, bro? Yeah, man. I, Julius Randle, I got that MVP status for him, man, already. I, I think he got that in the bag. Uh, the rest to say it, man, I think everything lines up with just Mitch being there and, you know, him doing what he can do. And, you know, maybe if Kevin Nice can, you know, show something off the bench, man. I mean, we got guys to move pieces. I mean, I, this is what we always wanted, you know, as a Knicks franchise. And to be able to do that right now, man, it's, it, it looked good for us, man. And I'm just ready, man. Um, the staff is beautiful. And it's just one of those things to where if everything can just go in place, you know, injury sides, you know, those type of things. I think we're top three guys. I want y'all to be behind me on this. I'm out. All right. This man said top three. No numbers. No numbers. But he said top three. All right. We're going to ride with it, Jay. How you feeling about the uh, the top three prediction? I mean, if it, if we get a 50 burger, doesn't that put us pretty close to top three? Or are you not going to co-sign the top three uh, prediction from Jay? Well, I'm definitely on the 50-burger bandwagon, and I did say that pending what happens with the 76ers and Ben Simmons, which, I mean, the season starts next week, and it looks like, I don't know, he's not going to play. Mm-hmm. So the Knicks are, to me, are going to be uh, a legitimate contender for that third slot. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I think, and it's not only, I know, I know some people may just look at it from what they see the potential of the Knicks are, my view is not only that, um, obviously, listen, it, it's all pending health. Like, I, I acknowledge that, and I think it's 100%. It depends on health, especially in that point guard position between Kemba and Rose. However, it's also, I'm also putting into effect other teams. And as we, we talked about before, everybody wants to talk about the Knicks question marks and headlines and, oh, you know, what's going to happen with their defense? going to Guess what? The Miami Heat have question marks, too. Like, do the Miami Heat really have a super superstar? You know, they have to worry about health. They have injury concerns with Kyle Lowry's age and Jimmy Butler having some nagging injuries. Like, the Sixers are a mess with what's going on. What type of – are they going to take a step up or are they going to take a step down? Like, what's going to happen with some of these other teams? So, 
you know, I think I'm also putting that into effect, and I think it's going to be close, and we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, no, I respect that for sure. But Big Surge, I mean, l- like you said, uh, it sounds like with Big Surge, he's co-signing you, and he's co-signing Jay, because he dropped $5. Appreciate you, Big Surge. He said, CK, my guy, I'm jumping all the way out the window and landing on JD with 56 burger shots. Hashtag 50 burger posse. So he's going for 56. Going for 56. You started this movement, JD. This is all you, bro. This is all you. And I love it, though. I love the energy. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> all right, we're going to hit up our next call. Uh, let's. Hopefully, we got the AOL off uh, <laughs> situation figured out. But we're going with Ari. If this, if this is our Ari, I'm really curious to hear what you have to say. But Ari, what's good, man? How you feeling about this win? Meaningless? It mattered? Are you hyped up? How you feeling going into our first game of the season this coming Wednesday? Let's go, Ari. Um, I mean, it was a very entertaining game. What a comeback. That was crazy. I yes, mean, uh, when was the last time we saw a buzzer beat? I mean, obviously, I wish it was the regular season, but um, definitely an entertaining game. <clears throat> um, so, I have three positive things, one negative thing, right? So, I love it. number one. I feel like this. I feel like we really have a serious home court advantage. There's no way we win this game on the road. Like, there's just no way we win this game on the road, man. Like, we obviously the, the the crowd was like it was like a playoff atmosphere. It sounded like through the TV. It sounded like the crowd gave them a lot, a lot of energy. So, um, you know, I feel like the Knicks are going to be hard to beat at home, uh, especially when you know they're so deep that like, you know, you have a lot of fresh bodies you can throw in there and, and keep everyone kind of fresh. So I think. I think the home court advantage is something to look for. That's number one. Number right. two, number two, Quentin, Quentin Grimes got got got. Uh, he's a he's a, he's pretty locked down. That guy. He's really engaged on defense. I, I think he pretty him. much. I think he pretty much. Uh, like regardless of how many threes Kevin Knox hits in the game, like he's not. I, I feel like Quentin Grimes because of his defensive consistency and the fact that he can at least hit the three that you have to guard him yeah. and spread the floor. I feel like he's going to be the guy that's going to get like. You know the five ten minutes a game or slide into the into the three position. You know when um when there's injuries and stuff. So I definitely like what I saw from him. The third thing I like is you know they made that fifteen two run when it was the Ob Randall combination. You know we wanted to see the Ob Randall combo right. Mitchell Robinson came out. He's obviously not in game shape yet. He just come back from injury. But Ob looked like he was protecting the rim pretty well. Yeah, he was spreading the floor. He hit a couple big threes. Um, with him and Randall, you know, there's definitely going to be a lot of teams that he's they're going to be able to play small ball with. Obviously, like a team like the Lakers that has Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, you may not be able to do that with, or like a team, team like the Bucks maybe. But like, you know, there are going to be teams, and, it, and I think it's proven that you know we could actually run that for at least consi- like at least in spot minutes we can play Obi and, and Randall together, and uh, you know the interior defense, yeah, maybe you know it's not going to slip that much, and for what they do on offense, it, it definitely makes sense. So. I definitely liked what I saw from from that. We were all waiting to see that. Now, here's the only thing I have a negative with. I was waiting for it. Again, again, listen. When it comes playoff time, mm-hmm. all right, these games come down to the stretch. And if your best play is ISO Randall, him taking a fallaway jump shot from like tw- like 20 feet out, yeah, it went in tonight. But that is not a good play, man. That's not a good shot. Like, I understand it went in today, right? But this has been my problem with Tibbs. He has no offensive creativity down the stretch. All these playoff games, you know, we're not going to be playing the bum wizards. We're going to be playing good teams down the stretch. And all these games that come down to the stretch, you cannot just give the ball to Randall and spread the floor and have him take a fallaway jump shot. It's, 
It's so predictable. You know what's going to happen. And it's just, it just, the odds are not, it's, I don't like the play. So even, like with the the play. Tie, even with the tied game situation, like we saw tonight, knowing that there's only about 10 seconds left on the clock, you, you're not giving the ball to Julius Randle in that situation. If we're down, like, I, I hear you, but if we're tied up. I'm trying to run a I'm Best case scenario, we go into overtime. Him, okay, go ahead. I'm trying to I'm trying to run a pick and roll, Derek Rose or Kemba Walker. I'm trying to run. I'm trying to get to the I'm trying to get to the foul line. And then if I could get a switch and I got Randall on someone smaller, I'll post him up or something like that. But like just give the ball to Randall and just spread the floor and have him take a contested jump shot from 18 feet away. It's not it's just not a good play, man. It's just not a good play. And you know, it worked tight, and I was happy to see it work. But come playoff time, man. You need to have more offensive creativity. You got to be a little bit more pre- less predictable. Come down the stretch, man. And um, you know, it's not going to be the Wizards guarding. It's not going to be Gafford guarding him. It's going to be uh, Giannis guarding him, or it's going to be KD guarding him, or Ben Simmons or someone. So I think it's. I think. I think. I think Tibbs needs to down the stretch. He needs to come up with some more offensive creativity. But overall, I thought it was a great game. Home court advantage is a real thing. Grimes can lock up. The Obi Randall combo is is, is obviously um, effective, but come on down the stretch. Let's get something. Let, let let's get let's get some ball movement. Let's get something. Let's get a mismatch. Don't just give the ball to Randall right. and and hope he goes Kobe on it. That's that's my take. All right, all right, all right, Ari. Appreciate you as always, man. Yeah, well, you knew Ari was gonna come in tough on Julius. I, that that surprised me. I don't know if it surprised anybody in the chat. Shouldn't have surprised me, but I don't know if I could agree. With that, I, I especially in a game like this, like, yeah, I mean, if it's anybody else, he had Derrick Rose. But to Ari's point, uh, not getting the ball to Julius Randle, maybe maybe we could have a different kind of play, sure. But realistically, that that's just the way it's going to come down to if the game is tied and there's, what, 10 seconds left on the clock, you're going to give it to your guy. You're going to give it to your officer. You're going to give it to your main dude. You agreeing with Ari on this one that we should run something different when it comes to you know us playing a bigger team or you're running with uh, Julius Randle uh, every single time? I mean, from because from a basketball perspective, everybody, we would all love for a play to be run, right? You want five people to touch the basketball. You would love a beautiful looking play and then whatever happens, happens. But here's the reality of the way these games play out. Mm -hmm. If you give the ball to LeBron, you give the ball to KD, you give the ball to Kyrie, you give the ball to James Harden, you give it to whoever... You think they're running plays like isolation basketball in the last two minutes of the game is usually how playoff games end. And that's you you just live and die with who you believe is your best player. Now, we can certainly have a conversation about who you would prefer to take that last shot. But in terms of the actual play, it's going to be isolation basketball. The most you may get is maybe a pick and roll depending on who you who you guarding so his point about Derrick Rose it's a solid point um uh, because yes I, I i would love rose to get that shot but guess what nine times out of ten rose is also going to run an isolation play if you give it a kemba kemba's going to run an isolation play you know why because the reason in isolation basketball happens is when you give the ball to one your best player that is their moment to break down the defender in this case Gafford was a mismatch because mm-hmm. if you look at the way the game ended, he couldn't guard Julius Randle. When Julius Randle hit some of those shots, there was one play where he got fouled. Uh, Randle came up the court. He kind of pump faked the three because he hit a three the previous possession, and he just schooled by Gafford, and Gafford fouled him, and he went to the free throw line. So was the shot 
a high quality shot. Yes, it, it, you know it's a fadeaway. If it does, if it doesn't go in, we would probably be saying that it's not a, a, a good shot. But in the end, isolation basketball, and like I said, I'm not always in agreement with how it's played, but it's the reality. You're gonna give it to your best player, and you're gonna say, "Give me a bucket." We talked last year about this is what the Knicks need. The Knicks need someone that can you can just give the ball to and get me a bucket. Well, when you get that player, that's probably what is going to happen. It's going to be an isolation play. Um, but again, yes, we can always discuss who you would prefer to have that last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, uh, yeah, that conversation could be out for sure. I just feel like, and I'm the same way because I, I love the ball movement. I love, you know, going to pick roll situation at that time of the game for sure. But like you mentioned, in a real time situation, it, it, it more times not, especially in the playoffs, it doesn't ever get to that. It always gets to the best dude on that team or the hot player on that team in the moment is when it's going to take that final shot, especially when it's tied. Um, I mean, it's a different conversation if you're down or whatever the case may be, but either way, I think it's going to end the same way. Um, but I mean, like, like I said, I'm with you on arguing about the player that takes that shot. But as far as like running a play, I just, it's just not realistic. It is in 2k is different, but in real life, I don't know if you're necessarily going to get to that point, but I, I kind of see what you mean, but I, I knew Ari was going to come um, and say something about Julius Randle. He wasn't going to just let him have that game with, I, I wouldn't have been, uh, happy if he just said, good job, Julius Randle and called it a night. I wouldn't have been pleased with that. I ain't going to lie. I, I, I will be honest when, when Randle did get the ball and the shot clock was wide down Uh-oh. i will be honest and say man why rose doesn't have the ball ah. that's, but that it doesn't mean that i don't have faith it's just right. rose is on the floor rose just hit a, a great he was three. on yeah um and, and, and he's a guard and aaron holiday couldn't guard him so you no know it, it's a make or miss league if you make it it's great if you miss then you know we're gonna talk about it we are definitely going to talk about it. got a lot of calls on the discord appreciate you guys keep calling in we're going to go to you guys let's get some of these calls on rapid fire get your points let us know how you're feeling before the opener this coming wednesday we got 1700 of you guys in the chat but only 600 likes hit that like button for your boys if you haven't already hit that like button uh for your boy cp so we can get him back here quickly because he's over there enjoying this uh this fourth game win a little too much you know he's out there partying and he said ckjd Take the show for me tonight. I got to celebrate. That's not really what happened, but I'm going to pretend that's the story. Anyways, yeah. we run it with the next one up. Uh, I'm gonna, we got a lot of lines, a lot of people on the line, so we got to get through these quick. So you guys, rapid fire. And first up, we're going with my Harrison Reed Dolan in the Discord. What's, what's up, bro? How you feeling? What's the energy? How you feeling? How you feeling? How you feeling? Yo. Talk to us. Yo, what's up, CK? What's, what's up, up, JD? I'm yeah. feeling really good, dude. I was actually at the Garden tonight. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, bro. I fought. I bought my first jersey. Who was it? Got. Got. I had to go with my boy IQ, bro. Nice. I, can't, no I had to go with IQ. No wrong. With Give us the garden report. How was the atmosphere? Yeah, man. All right. First three quarters, it was. It was great. It was great to see Mitch back, but like, you know, the energy wasn't there. But dude, when that Obi Randall lineup came in with RJ Grimes and Rose, the energy just felt different. You know, at first it was like, oh, cool. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out i've been interested in watching this but like over time they started to really gel and the wizards couldn't hit anything man um but i actually got i got a question for you guys so i got i got this friend i like to talk basketball with and he is a certified knicks hater bro he's a nets fan he's like all that all that so he's always talking about and i'm optimistic bro i'm i'm thinking 53 and 29 this year Ooh, 50 burger it counts 50 burger it counts bro uh but so i'm trying i think we can make a really deep run this year bro because like 
we're, I think we're stacked, you know, down to one to 15, we got really capable NBA players. But the thing is, we don't have a guy like a Giannis or Tatum or Trey or KD or Harden, you know what I mean? Right. And he'll always bring that point up. And I just want to know, like, do you think our team, we're kind of going with that well-rounded well-rounded effect you know do you think we could hang with those guys that really have the higher like you know the higher caliber like top echelon of the league players in the playoffs i'm thinking best of seven you know but i appreciate you guys taking my call uh and i hope you have a great night yeah you too airs and blow that call appreciate that uh yeah no i think that's a a a solid question i'm gonna answer real quick jd and i'm gonna let you take the floor i i I think we'll be fine i I, i've always been a fan especially in today's nba and the 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 pace of the game if we truly um do play uh quicker uh to tibbs point to everyone's points for the entire preseason um i i do think that julius Randle is a guy that can't close i think we have a guy that can hopefully close for us down the line in Kemba Walker, and we for sure know what we get out of Derrick Rose. But for the most part in these games, I think we will have a spread attack. Um, and I, 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 I do think that that's something that can work for us. I, I, as long as we have the guys that hit the key buckets when we need them, um, and then for the most part playing the spread attack, I really don't you know, think that uh, we, we need a guy that's just going to go out there and get 30 every single night um, for us to win. I, I think we're past that because of how deep we are. So I think there's an argument that, yes, we, we, we can uh, do some damage with what we have playing the spread attack as long as we make those key buckets with the guys like either Derrick Rose, Kimball Walker, or Julius Randle. But that's my opinion. How are you feeling about it, J.D.? Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, when people talk about uh, championship contention, I mean, he named some players with KD and some of those players mm-hmm. that, are, that you know, are in that position. And, and is that the next step for the Knicks to get into that level? Is it getting the next, you know, top 10, top five uh, player in the league? I mean, he, he mentioned Jason Tato, but yeah. I don't view the Celtics as a championship contender. Right. So I think... In the end, what's going to matter is matchups, right? That's why I think seeding is going to be very important this season for the Knicks because you don't want to, you know, get a fifth, five, or six seed and then you're playing the Bucks or the Nets in the first round. You know, I want to be able to be in a position to where, you know, we make a, a deep run and and in the end, it's going to be on matchups. The Knicks have a deep that team. That's also why I think Tom Thibodeau, I'm, I'm going to hold them very much accountable this season because – when you don't have that, you know, top five player and you have a deep team, guess what? It's going to revolve a lot on coaching, making adjustments, having the right substitution patterns and do what he did tonight. Not be afraid to mess with some lineups or take some risks like, you know, playing Obi or Randall together. You know, when he made that adjustment, uh, the Knicks went off offensively. Julius Randall was able to get a lot more spacing and he was able to create easier shots for himself. Because you have a high flyer and you also have Obi who hit some key shots as well, you know, creating some spacing on the floor. So it's I think when you have a team like the Knicks, it's everything. Yeah. It's coaching, it's the players, it's the bench. The Knicks have all those ingredients. In the end, it's gonna be on matchups and you know, we'll see how deep we go this season. I love it. I completely agree. Completely agree. Good question though, Harrison. Appreciate you. And we love the energy, man. Definitely was felt through the TV for a preseason game. Love it. Love, love, love the energy. See the homie Papa left. I think we're going to save him for the answer. Sit tight. Knicks basketball is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Knicks tickets anymore. Because Tick Pick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as you go to for all NBA tickets. 
TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their NBA tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices on the same seats on another site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. So go to TickPick.com slash TV today and use the promo code TV to save $10 off on your first order. Man, you guys already know I'm circling Knicks versus Hawks Christmas Day at Madison Square Garden, and I know TickPick already has me covered. So go to TickPick.com slash TV and use the promo code TV to save $10 off your first order. But I see Jay in the chat. Let's give Jay a shot. Now, let's not don't, – don't strike us out, Jay, okay? We, 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 we own two right now. Jay, please keep the energy up and let us know how you feeling, Jay. What's up? I like your uh, your profile picture too, bro. <laughs> it's the basic. It's the basic <laughs> for now. It's first time caller. What's up, Jay? Glad to have you, man. How you feeling? 4-0 in the preseason? Does that matter to you? Is it good energy for the, the regular season? How you feeling, Jay? Talk to us, man. I'm feeling feeling good. I'm feeling good. 4-0. I'm feeling smooth, feeling feeling crispy, you know. I just want to say shout out to uh CK Queen's voice stand up. Yeah. And uh <laughs> I also just want to ask quickly, oh, beside before I get to that, I think Grimes solidified his spot for to hold us down defensively over um I'm sorry, escaping my mind. Um Deuce. I think he solidified his spot over Deuce just for defensive purposes. Uh, quickly, uh, since we're doing rapid fire, I just want to see how you guys feel. We think we match up well, or how we match up against like the Bulls, the Heat. Just to talk long term, I guess. Outside of just preseason, so okay. we get into something deeper. So Bulls, Heat, and like the Celtics, you like like just like that second tier. You're, you're saying, yeah. Like, how, how, how you we, think how we'd we match up? Are we ready to fully solidify our name in the second tier? All right, all right. Yeah, uh, I appreciate you calling for the call, Jay. Calling again, man. Thank First you, time. You. Let's hear a second one. Come and back we can't and forget Manscape. <laughs> That's right, Manscape. You know what it is, man. I'm still laughing about that Jeff Van Gundy cut shots of CP. I was you know thinking more tips. I was thinking more tips. There you Maybe go. Go with the tips haircut. <laughs> Oh my god But that's a good question I mean we, we saw the Bulls just like us They ran through all their teams in the preseason They, they look good um, they, they have a, a weird matchup situation Going on with them They're going to be playing uh, positionless ball The entire season um, The Heat we don't know what we're going to get from them Because you know that they're going to they approach preseason differently than we're approaching them. Celtics, I, as you mentioned, I'm not entirely sure where the Celtics are going to be. But uh, to his point, uh, where I see us standing uh, with that tier two is where I put us. I put the Knicks in that tier two. Um, I like the the arguments that you and uh, our, our first caller uh, talking about us, the possibility seeing, depending on how the season goes for the Nets and the, the, the 76 and stuff like that. I like that argument of us possibly making that uh, run for that third seed. I don't think it happens, but I definitely think that we are capable of doing so. Um, I like how we match up. Uh, I still worry, and this is just, I guess, benefit of the doubt. 
to the Heat. I still worry about their defense a little bit. Um, I like the pickup of Kyle Lowry for that team. Depends on their health, though. Um, what version of uh, everybody on that team do they get? What version of Jimmy Butler do they get? What version of Tyler Hero do they get? Which version of Bam do they get? I think that's a big question with that Miami Heat team. Um, but the Bulls, I love the Bulls. Y'all know Lonzo's my guy. I really hoping he has a good season. But I'm not really too intimidated about the Bulls. I think they have a good season. But as far as where we stand on that list, I think us and the Hawks are uh, some of the better teams in that tier two and the Miami Heat. But that's just my opinion. How you feel about us? Uh, uh, and where, where we're going to stand in the, uh, with the regular season against some of those other teams, uh, JD. Um, I mean, with the Bulls, I, 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 I'm, I'm not, I'm certainly not buying it, and, and I'm right. sorry. That's just, that's just me because I just think when the season, regular season starts, again, um, you know, it's an 82 game season, and in an 82 game season, your depth is, uh, is tested, and they don't have. I mean, they have Alex Caruso as their main guy. Kobe White is out. Um, and even in their starting lineup, there's going to be question marks about their ability to shoot the basketball, their ability to be a high-powered offense with Lonzo Ball and, and, and you know, and DeMar, uh, DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan doesn't shoot threes. Um, and, and Lonzo Ball, you know, he had a, a very promising preseason. Um, is Will he, quote-unquote, break out? Like, you know, he, he is a breakout candidate uh, uh, among a lot of uh, analysts. Um I don't know. I don't know that Lonzo will ever be a scoring guard, like a like a high end scoring guard. I just don't see enough with the Bulls um, to be a better team than the Knicks, and that's just my opinion. Um, the I Celtics, agree. I agree. everybody else, I think it's a matchup thing. It's a toss up. You know, it's going to come down to you know who who shows up and who's available. You know, the same thing with the Heat. And that's why the Knicks have, in my opinion, an advantage in an 82-game season. You know one of the reasons why the Knicks went 4-0 in the preseason as well? Because Tom Thibodeau coached every of those games like it was the regular season. And so my point when the season begins, and it's one of the reasons why I am on the 50-burger bandwagon, is because I just believe, for example, a team like the Heat, they're still going to manage some of those players. Tom Thibodeau... He played Mitchell Robinson 27 minutes in a preseason game when he just said <laughs> just before the game that he was going to be limited. So to wow. me, the Knicks are just going to steal a few more games than these other teams that are just going to take some nights off and they're going to manage and load management. Tom Tibble's not trying to hear none of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so in the end, I think now the question, again, will be in the playoffs and in, in terms of his ability to adjust and coach in the big moments. But – um, I have the Knicks above some of those teams. I think the Heat and the Hawks are going to be their biggest com uh, competition in terms of that second tier. I love that. Yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, I, I think the Hawks are going to be probably one of the better teams in that second tier, but I love our chances of still um, outshining them. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. This, this season is just going to be fun. A lot of changes, a lot of things to look out for, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I ain't backing away from none of those challenges. I think the Knicks have a good chance with, uh, with all those teams that we mentioned for sure. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Um, but yeah. All right, let's get through some of these rapid fire calls. Uh, we got we got a few people here. We're gonna try Jay Rose again. All right, we got the word from Dave that Jay Rose is 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 his mic is working. He's ready to go. Jay Rose, give me another shot, my boy. What's good, man? How you feeling? I'm good. How are you? What's there going he on? is. There he is. We're good, man. We're good. Talk to us, man. What's your thoughts going into the regular season after seeing what you saw in the preseason? Yeah, well, I mean, first off, I mean, I want us to get away from thinking that this game didn't mean anything. This was, I think, one of probably the most important games, you know, during the preseason. We ran through the first three teams, you know, um, the third game, you know, we had a hiccup, but we came through, um, you know, so, I mean, it's a very important game. You know, we had to struggle through, we fought, they didn't play as well as they should have. Kemba, you know, needs to work on his defense. Evan wasn't feeling it today, but we were able to see, you know, Grimes come on and be a lockdown defender. So, you know, when I see that and I see the second unit come back and, kind of bring the whole game in for us because you see that Tibbs went with basically almost, you know, not almost, but a half starting unit and kind of, you know, a half, you know, second unit to close the game. So it doesn't matter who starts. It doesn't matter where they come in. You know, he knows who's going to win that game for him in any situation. So I think that's a good takeaway for us in this game, you know, in opinion. No, I, so. I completely co-sign that. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. You know, I, I feel like people uh, dumbed down the preseason a little too much. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like we overachieved, but for the most part, it is something that matters because you know chemistry is a big deal, and especially when you want to go into a season in the right direction, it's definitely important. I, I know there's a, a stat right now that the Phoenix Suns went 0 and 3 in the preseason last year, and the Bucks went 0 4, and then they end up going to the finals. There's that whole thing, but um, for the most part, I think for our chemistry and for a team that is built the way that we're built, where we play uh, a, a deep, uh, we have a, a deep depth chart. It's important to have everybody play and have everybody be on the same page. So I agree. I think it didn't matter. I'm with you on that one for sure, Jay. You know yeah. why chemistry is? Oh, go ahead, Jay. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, I mean, those other teams and you know, those other coaches. We all know that Tibbs is completely different from everyone else. So all of the other teams, because I watched. The Lakers, you know, lose four in a row, you know. Yeah. Right. This year, I'm really only watching them because I kind of want Mellow to get a ring. Yeah, right. Right there with um, you. But at the same time, you know, I'm not going to dismiss that. You know, they got to work through a, a whole bunch of stuff. Sure. We got to work through a whole bunch of stuff. But we're, we're going at it as if the first preseason game 
was the first regular season game. That's how Tibbs looks at everything. You know, even summer league, you know, because I've been watching everything. You know, I look at everything, and you can just see that this is going to be a good season. You know, it's really going to be good, but it's going to be because they're fighting hard. They're playing defense. You know, yes, we do have some defense missteps that we need to work on, especially with the players that we brought in. But the rookies that we brought in and all that, those, it's, I think we have a good balance. Because mm-hmm. where the defense lacks, the offense is going to pick up. And then we have defensive players to come in and pick up that slack as we saw tonight. No one expected Grimes to do what he did tonight. You know, so you know, that's all I'm saying. Yep, no, I appreciate it. All right, good call, Jay. Can't wait for the regular season. Hope to hear from you then. But good yep. call, bro. Good call, bro. Uh, he, he yeah. mentioned uh, he mentioned chemistry and, and preseason. There were a few examples tonight, and, and, and this is the reason why you know Thibodeau has ma- manages, and, and one of the reasons why the Knicks were successful last season is the consistency of the rotation trying to create the chemistry. You know, at the ten minute mark of the first quarter, you know uh, RJ had an open three, mm. um, and it was um, he had a turnover because he tried to pass it. Fournier. He was open on the corner. Yep. Um, and he was frustrated. The next possession, um, next time down at not the next possession, at the eight minute mark, he had the same opportunity. He was open from three on the corner and he shot the ball, made the three. Right. So it's one of those things where in Fournier too, Fournier, there was a situation where he came down to uh, off the pick. He was wide open for a little teardrop. He tried to pass it to Mitch, turnover. Yeah. Next time down. He had the same opportunity, and then he went up for the shot. So you see the transition and the timing that you need. A lot of it is timing, and you have two new starters. I understand that they're offensive players, and they're veterans, and even Fournier of Kemba have played together with the Celtics. But to me, that's irrelevant because however they play together with the Celtics, this is a new team. They're playing with three other starters on this team, and you know a lot of it is timing. And so – these are things that Tibbs uh, pays close attention to. And, hey, I can't wait for Wednesday. We play the Celtics. Let's go. And let's go. Let's go. Right there with you. That's going to be fun. Great way to start the season for sure. Um, all right. We got a few calls here uh, before we wrap up with Papa Left. Papa Left, if you hear us, we're coming to you at the end to wrap up this show. Um, like I mentioned to all my uh, Super Chat members, uh, we are going to read those at the end. Uh, let's get through some of the, the, the rest of these calls. Um, 1,600 you guys, 1,700 you guys in the chat. Hit that like button. Let us know where you're from. We want, we want to look at the chat. We see the chat conversations are going in a lot of different directions, but where the hell y'all coming from? Are you guys new? Drop that hashtag new or drop where you're from, and we're going to look at you guys here in just a second after this next call. Um, and I'm go- I got to give respect to my man Peter from Belize, so we're going to see if we can get Peter in here. Peter, well, I need your energy, man. We haven't heard from you in a while. Peter, how you doing, bro? How you feeling? I know, I know, man. It's good to be alive. Uh, yeah, de- definitely, man. Can, can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you, bro. We hear you loud and clear. All right, man. Definitely good to, to be uh, alive. Definitely good to be cheering on our, our Knicks. Yes, um, I, I, I definitely feel that the spacing is going to be there mm-hmm. for for Julius to have a monster season. I'm looking 27, 13, and 6. With no spacing last year, with with situational three point shots when guys got hot, with no spacing, he got what twenty four, eleven, and six, or like yeah. five point six, or we just rounding off. Yeah, close enough. So now with better spacing, 
you can't tell me that Julius is not going to average more. And I, and I feel that the MVP um, conversation is about politics. The, 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 the media and, and the sports beat writers are going to set, okay, it's going to be KD, Giannis, Curry, all these guys. And then you're going to have a surprise player that, that sort of rises up, and that's going to be Julius. So he may not get the votes to get the, 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 the MVP. Can you hear me? Yeah, we're here. You're good. Keep going. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, as I said, there, there's a lot of politics that, that goes around the, the, the MVP. So I feel like sure. that Julius is going to build on the, on the most improved player. He's going to probably still, if he doesn't get MVP, he's going to probably be second team again. Right, right, right around there. But because the spacing is going to be so good, because we're going to be shooting the, the three at a, at a much higher clip, I feel that Julius is going to feast down down low. Now I, I'm I'm with the the guy Ari or, or what 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 he is. I, I really wanted to see a little bit more play calling because we had 15 seconds on on the on the clock and there wasn't much ball movement. It was just ISO. But I do understand what where JD is coming from. Where at the end of the day. It's a make or miss lead. You, you, you just have to put it in your um in your um in your best player's hand. Now that now one one of one of the things that I like about tonight is that do you think this is our lineup of, of death? We used to always talk about that with, with the Golden State Warriors, but do we have that now? Rose, um Rose grinds RJ at the three, Obi at the four, Julius at, at the uh, five, especially in late game situations, because that, that that defensive lineup is what really got us back into the, the uh, game. And Wizards sort of just crumbled because they realized, you know what, the, the Knicks really want this thing more than us, and they just didn't have anything left. But do you think Grimes is going to get late game situations because of his de de defensive um, capability? Um, over a guy like 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 um Fournier, is this going to be a recurrent theme? And then one last thing before I go, Mitch with the Deontay Wilder effect. On what on what do I mean by that? Deontay is naturally two hundred and fifteen pounds. He was putting on what two thirty eight yeah. uh, against Fury, yeah. trying to put in, put on that that the extra weight. Yeah. Do you feel that Mitch has put on too much weight trying to bulk up? To, to try and stay healthy, and then his body can't really handle it, and he has um, f fatigue issues going going down the, the, the uh, stretch. I think Mitch is too heavy. I think he would be suited better if he would lose some of, of the of that weight. So I, I I guess you guys can can talk about line of the of that and weight, yeah. possible weight and fatigue issues without with Mitch. Yeah, no, those, those right. are great points. Pete, appreciate you as always, man. Appreciate you as Peace always. Peace out from these, man. Yes, oh, and 54-plus wins for the Knicks. We're, we're going for, for the regular season record in Knicks history. So, definitely this year. You so. said 54-plus. 54-plus. All right, he's out the window. Catch him, JD. Catch him. He's out the window. I right, appreciate you, Peter. <laughs> appreciate you, bro. Uh, two, yeah, two great points uh, as far as the lineup of death. Uh, I think we can quickly say that, you know, as great as Grimes was tonight, I don't think that that, at least not right away, Grimes is going to be a part of that finishing lineup. I mean, not not right away, in my opinion. I would love for me to be wrong because I love what Grimes brought for us tonight. But we still have Burks that didn't play tonight. Um, Fournier could have a game where he's playing a lot better and gets in that final lineup. I just don't think right now Grimes is going to be a part of that. Do you? Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, listen, it, it's it, we, we probably let's pump the brakes a little bit on yeah, that. For um, sure. In the end, perspective is we we 
didn't play. You know, Grimes wasn't out there guarding Bradley Beal. You right. know what I mean? So, you know, you play the Hawks, he's going to have to guard, you know, Bogdanovich. Like, you, you're playing veterans. And in crunch time situations, veterans are savvy. They know how to, you know, make plays. So I don't I don't think he's ready for that yet. But I, yet. it's still a very positive sign that he got, you know, 21 minutes and he was installed in those high-pressure uh, situations because it's a sign that, in the in, you know, he may see some minutes getting the nod over Kevin Knox. And as I mentioned, with defense, what you're getting with Grimes that you don't get with Knox is if we are already going to be a little weak per in the perimeter, installing Grimes there gives you some defense. And I think that's why he's going to get the nod over Kevin Knox because yeah. he went, he came today and played the three. Yep. It's not, you know, Grimes didn't come in today and play the two. He played the three. And so, yep. you know, they, it, he gives you know Thibodeau some options and as far as Obi and Randall um we'll see and that's why it's been key for Obi to continue to improve defensively so that he gets those opportunities as far as Mitchell Robinson is he too heavy listen we'll find out yeah that's the that, year could could say better myself <laughs> you know what I mean he's in a contract year yeah. I mean will we say he's too heavy if when we play the Sixers and he defends Embiid and that strength allowed him to defend Embiid yeah. we may not like we will see um, he's going to have to adapt to that weight and learn how to play with it. Um, he might lose a little bit of explosiveness, but if he becomes a better player, um, then was it productive or was it not? I think is these things is wait and see. Every player is a different, um, you know, different results, and let, let's see how it, how it plays out for him. Yeah, I, like I said, I, initially I was a little worried about his legs uh, because of the way he was putting on, but nah, the, the dude looks like a complete unit. So I, I'm, I'm, all my thoughts are out the window. I'm just gonna wait and see and let the conditioning uh, figure itself out. Uh, I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, and yeah, I, I'm just like you said, let's wait and see and let's find out. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna make any crazy uh, thought thoughts on that just yet way too soon for that all right let's get through these last few calls and then we'll wrap it up with papa left i'm looking at <laughs> i'm looking at poppy entertainment uh let us know how you feeling man poppy what's up what's up man how you doing man good bro how you feeling i'm feeling amazing 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 just happy the knicks are back they winning we go about to get this new game this new season started and just super excited man Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh, real quick, we were just talking about it. Uh, you saw Mitchell Robinson come back. Are you worried about Mitchell Robinson's weight? No. To be honest, no. I just feel like it's his first game back. He was a little bit slower. Right. You know, he's not a lot of contact still, you know, and it's just just a matter of time, to be honest, with Mitch. Yeah, see? Yeah. My thing is, I just wanted to ask you guys for sure. a question that it might be, like, a little far-fetched, but for me personally, I feel like is not so i have a question my thing is what teams in the east do you feel that are better than our team right now dk we get they ready for the season man i'm about to say of, man we get a lot of you know where we gonna land everybody's ready the reason why i say it is just because every team you put in the east we could face with them, and our bench is always better. Doesn't matter who we play, our bench is better. I love it. So it's kind of like player for player, you go with Milwaukee, you got Randall, you got Barrett against Middleton, and, you know, Antetokounmpo, I know that that's a better two, 
But then every other player, I feel like we have a better battle and we have a way better bench. Same with the Nets. They're having a lot of issues. Same with Philly. They're having a lot of issues. The only team that I'm always scared of is Miami. Yeah. Because they play, they play the same type of basketball we play. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I like it. I, I, we, we were talking about those other teams. Appreciate you, Poppy, for the call, man. Uh, yeah, we were talking about that uh, briefly earlier, but he, he wants to go you know, neck-to-neck with some of these teams, and he, he's trying to figure out who we match up against best. Um, we did talk about where we think we're going to stand with those other teams, but to, to entertain Poppy's question, who, who, who are you looking at that you think that we match up against best? I'm just going to answer quickly just because I want all the smoke. I want, I'm, I'm going to go with the Hawks. I still feel like with, with our guys, with Mitch back in it, Mitch conditioned. I, I want. I like our chances against the Hawks yet again. I will stand with that. Um, so that I'm just just for the just for the meme, just for the hype. I'm going with the Hawks just for that. I mean, I, me personally, I have the Bucks and the Nets on their own stratosphere. Um, <laughs> right for real. Even even without Kyrie, man, it's just KD is different. Different, bro. yeah, for just, sure. And, and and I'm just giving them their their, their respect. You know what I mean? At the for end sure. of the day. You know, stars come up big, and and they were a footnail away from you know we writing a different story. Um, and you have to give the Bucks their respect; they're the defending champ. So that goes without saying. After that, I might agree with you with the Hawks, man. I, I know a lot of I know they're young, they're talented, and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you know they changed the rules. I've been watching a lot of preseason. James Harden wasn't getting calls. Um, I showed CP a video of Russell Westbrook um, trying to, you know, get some, like, <laughs> sure they, did. now let's see if that translates to the season, but based on preseason, Trey Young himself, we saw with quickly, the refereeing, they're definitely emphasizing all that silly stuff that they tried to do. So with that said, I'll take my chances with Trey Young having to also guard Derrick Rose, having Amen. to also guard Kemba Walker. Amen. Like last season, he was... Chilling, guarding Reggie Bullock. Chilling, guarding Alfred Payton. Payton. This season, he's going to have to be tested, you know? So, um, the, 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 the interesting thing with the Knicks is going to be RJ and Randall to me. Does, does Randall continue to elevate and does RJ take that step? And then the bench. You know, to me, the Knicks have, you can make a case, they have the best bench in the NBA. Like, you can make a case based on just options. Yeah. Um, they just need to be healthy, and let's see what happens, man. Everybody's pumped up. Everybody wants the playoffs to start next week. Right, I'm about to say, go from week. preseason let's to playoffs. Play, let's play game one. Yeah, <laughs> man. Can we get through the 82 like Ali? Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I love the energy, though. We all hyped up. We all hyped up. All right, we got two more calls, uh, and we're going to wrap it up here. Like I said, my man, Papa Left on deck. Uh, but before we get to Papa Left, let me get to my guy, Fredo. Let me see if I can move you over here. Fredo, I know you've been waiting, bro. But you won with us. Fredo, how you feeling, bro? Gentlemen, thank you for taking my call. <laughs> What's up, man? Listen, man, I am so hyped right now. Uh, I feel so good about the Knicks going into the season. Um, man, to see Obi play with the confidence that he's yes. been playing with, to see Mitchell back on the court. Oh, man, I, I just – I wish the season would start tonight. Man. But uh, – but uh, – I mean, I think this week was a very important week in Knicks history and a little bit under the radar. I know you guys touched on it on the prior episode. But if we really sit back and think about what a circus the Garden would be like right now if the Knicks fans, including myself, would have gotten what we wanted in Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Zion Williams, you know, 
Think about how like it would have been like the Ringley brothers are back at the garden, man. Imagine dealing with the Kyrie Kyrie situation and Zion having the bum foot. Man, we would be going through it. We are so we are in such a good position. Uh we are really blessed. And I think that the Knicks for the first time in a long time are really turning the organiz- organization around in a positive way. Uh I think we're a legitimate contender. You never know how the season's gonna play out. There's always gonna be injuries. There's always going to be trades, you know, and I think that the Knicks are setting themselves up for, in the, like, the very soon, soon in the future, we're going to be a legitimate contender to potentially win a championship. And we just, we're seeing the very beginning steps of that, and it's really a beautiful thing. I'm, I'm a longtime fan, and uh, I just I just can't wait for this season to start. It's yeah. going to be great. I can feel that. I can feel that. Fredo, appreciate you calling, man, next week. Hope to hear Let's you go. from you more. I love it. I love it. Good stuff. I appreciate go. you, bro. Yeah, man. It was, I, definitely, it was definitely a good week for the Knicks from a PR standpoint. Sure. Yes. You, know, you, you had all that stuff going on. And then, you know, on the same day that, what was it? I think it was the Kyrie Irving news. Uh, you had D Rose proposing and, and, you know, on the garden floor. So it, it, it's it's definitely unknown territory. Yeah, for us it's weird. <laughs> so it's a little strange. We're still adapting to it. Uh, but it, it certainly it, it's been a very productive, you know, off season from a PR standpoint, sure. reputation, culture, um, and credibility. So, you know, let's, the, the, the Knicks have to keep it going and it all starts next week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He brought up great points. Cause those are all three guys that we were praying and hoping for in one off season. And now they are all topics of conversation this year. And you imagine just wonder, you yeah. just wonder, mm-hmm. Where the Knicks would be at today if they actually if we went that get route. I am William Williamson. You know, mm-hmm. everybody talks about, oh, the Pelicans are not a great organization. He's going to want to leave there. Well, guess what? If he's not healthy, who cares where he's playing? Like, he has Facts. to also, you know, be available. So Facts. whether it's with the Pelicans, with the Knicks, with the Lakers, <clears throat> you know, he's had a very up and down start to his career. The good thing is, is he's young and we'll see what the end result is. But Facts. Everything happens for a reason, and right now the Knicks are, are in a very good spot. For once, we are on the right timeline. For once, we are on the right timeline. I like it. I like it because you know in another universe, they're just going to keep piling on. But for once, we are on the right timeline. I love it. And speaking of the right timeline, we are ending off with the man himself, my guy, uh, Big Homie. I'm actually rocking the shirt as we speak. I'm rocking the Knicks set shirt. It was not planned out. It's just the way that the universe works. Like I said, right timeline. We are wrapping up the show with my guy, Papa Left. Preseason's over, sir. Regular season begins. Talk to us, bro. Maybe this regular season still is the preseason because playoffs is a lock. So uh, tell them. Uh, tell them. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Shout out to Jay Boogie. Uh, we're gonna go. Uh, what up? What up? What up? What up? For Capital Dubs. <laughs> Oh uh, man, yo, what did we say in that in that little preview show, CK two K? Four and oh. Four and oh. Four and oh. Four and oh uh preseason. Uh the Knicks were down eighteen tonight, nineteen tonight in the third quarter. And I put five dollars and I won back fifty. Cause it reminded me of the of the Cavaliers game we had last year in the preseason, last last preseason game. And um Tibbs, you know, has these guys uh, believing in themselves, uh, pressured. Um, people could argue, what if a guy gets hurt? I, I mean, I just think that our operation, the way that we're running, is just going to be next man up. 
Um, I think we have the depth to do it that way. Um, I think that there's a quiet confidence uh, that these guys have at home. Um, there's just some type of vibe that I caught through the TV tonight when RJ hit a three. We, you know, we were struggling. RJ hit a three. You hear RJ Barrett. There's yeah. something about it is different. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's just a sense of we're good. We can come back. And I know it's 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 a preseason game. I know it's the Wizards' second uh, second stringers. Some of them third stringers. But uh, that kind of stuff uh, pops off on the screen to me. Um, man, the, the rotations at the end of the game were real interesting. I know, CK, you, you saw the um, the tweet I had about the unit um, before uh, Mitch left. I think it was Rose, Grimes, uh, Mitch, uh, Obi. Yes, Obi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that lineup was great. Um, and I, I almost, like, think the way, like, we had Peyton kind of start the game and then uh, Rose come off the bench. I'm not saying that this is a, a 100% possibility or even if it's possible because I think Mitch is healthy starting. But I do think that um, Mitch, the way he just gives it all, like his effort, I feel like he would be almost like a great bench player. Mm-hmm. Like the way he came off the bench and, and he adds a different dynamic. and almost feels sometimes when Mitch starts, he kind of like gets in quick foul trouble or – you know, I feel like he's the type of guy we can maximize his effort. And you kind of saw when he's gassed, it's it's over. You know what I mean? So I think, like, I know I know Mitch is, is has a lot of potential and people view him as a starting center. Um, I just feel like we have great reinforcements at that position. And you, we have another wrinkle in it. Um, the OB at the five, I guess uh, Tip called it Julius at the five. But it still has life to it. You know what I mean? That 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 lineup showed itself to be the comeback lineup where you can go small, go quick. Um, it gives uh, the paint open to Rose um, that he can he can drive very quickly um, to the to the hoop. So I, I like that look. And also just a main takeaway is that, you know. I feel I feel like we're in. I love Kemba, you know what I mean. But I feel like we're in the same conundrum uh, this year, where it's like Derrick Rose is the guy. He's the guy that unlocks uh, all of our ancillary pieces. He's the guy that unlocks Obi. He found Grimes. He goes pick and pop, pick and roll with Julius. He finds RJ in the open floor. He gets those deflections. Um, how do we pick his spot to close the game? And how do we pick his spot to come in the game? Um, because, you know, I'm fine with Kemba starting the game, but I, I, I'm i sold on Derrick Rose at this point. I feel like Derrick Rose is, is the leader in that locker room. So um, that is what stuck out most to me um, from this game. And uh, what did you guys think about, about Derrick Rose tonight? Well, I said it when we did our lineup show. I, I had him in every one of my lineups. There's no lineup where Derrick Rose should not be on it, um, whether it's a closing lineup, a defensive lineup, a three-point shoot. I don't care what the name of the lineup is. I, I want Derrick Rose on lineup. Because like you said, I just feel like when he's on the floor, you just feel like there. we always have a shot at winning. It doesn't matter in what way he attributes to that, whether it's his the floater, whether it's the three, whether it's him, you know, force feeding these guys that need that that confidence boost. Uh, two games ago, we saw him with Kevin Knox. He was the one that was uh, giving him those three point shots, like shoot the damn ball. Same thing with Grimes with the hit making that open three today. Like that, that's just the leadership and the, you know what what we need 
from that point guard role when it comes to Derrick Rose. Like you said, I, I'm perfectly fine with Kemba Walker, you know, starting the game, playing the minutes that he's going to get. But to me, Derrick Rose has to close this game. Well, I, I don't care if you put him next to each other. I don't care what you do. Derrick Rose has to close this game. So I, I'm, I'm 100% with you on that. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. What, what do you think about Derrick Rose uh, closing versus Kemba? Do you, do you feel like it's almost a mistake at this point to let Kemba rock out with the starters? Or what do you think about that? I mean, I, I think – Kemba fits well with the starters because um, although he's not known to be like a pure point guard, he is definitely willing, a willing distributor. Um, and right. even when you see, when you've seen earlier in preseasons, when we had the great games with him, you saw how the offense flowed, um, him being able to, to break down the defense and create, he has chemistry with Fournier. So I think you want to keep that intact. Um, and Rose is so, it can be so potent offensively that mm. you want to have that off the bench because you also want him to play some of the backups of, you know, the other teams. You want him to play some of those backup guards um, and give him some of that punch. I think that was one of the reasons why we were able to facilitate the comeback today uh, was because, you know, he came off the bench and he kept us within range to where it didn't get too out of control. I know we were down 14, 15, 16, uh, but Rose gives you that ability off the bench and to close. I think you're right, man. Um, and Rose is a bigger body defensively. Um, and so that gives Tibbs a little bit more um, trust to be able to have him close games. I think you will see some games during the season just because of Kemba's talent. And, you know, you got to respect, you know, his history. I think you may see some games where Kemba does close depending on how the night goes. Um, but overall, right now, Rose has to be um, the closer at point guard. I 100% agree. And I don't think you're going to see many times them playing together to close. He tried it tonight. It didn't work defensively. Um, and I think, you know, you're going to play one of those two to close the game because you have to have some type of defensive presence. Um, and so, yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. Speaking on that, speaking just to touch on that defensive presence um, at the guard position, you saw it down the stretch of last year with the Spurs game, with the Celtics game, um, with the Hornets game. We And obviously with Trey Young, we have a problem containing uh, small, quick, penetrating guards that that can shoot from range, you know, could be a Devontae Graham. Uh, 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 I don't know if his name is Devontae Graham. I'm thinking of Devontae Smith. Uh, fantasy, fantasy problems. Um, uh, <laughs> Graham on the Hornets, uh, Trey Young, you know what I mean? Like these small, quick slashing guards. And I feel like tonight, another thing that steps, that's popped off the screen was Grimes. And Grimes uh, being able to stop dribble drive, being able to track his defender, um, he, uh, CK, we saw that in summer league. He's just elite at that skill. Yeah. Um, and when his shot is going, it's like perfect two-way combination. Right. Um, just to be a guy who can just catch and shoot. And the fact that he was able to knock that down after not hitting a couple, he made the shot to make it a one-possession game at 98-96. So that was a big shot. Obi had a big shot. But these guys, you know, like the last year we saw that young lineup with Mitch, RJ, IQ, and Kevin Knox in the preseason game, and we were sluggish. We were starting slow, and I think going into this season, I was kind of trying to find what was the issue with this team. Who's going to be the stagnant? Because every team has that. They have like a stagnant lineup, and, you know, it seems to me that if Fournier's shot's not going – 
and, and Kemba's not going, the energy kind of drops off. And I'm looking at these guys like Obi and Grimes, and yeah, they're not the most refined offensive players, but I can always count on them to give me hustle. hustle and I can yeah. always count on them to be long and to rebound and to be chippy and, and get involved. And, and that's why I said Mitch possibly getting involved with that second unit um, because they fit the mold together, especially RJ, all those young guys. I feel like the same way, and I'm going to get off, but the same way quickly um, came on the scene versus the Cavs in that last preseason game last year, I, I got the same vibe from Grimes tonight, and, and Tibbs spoke on it in the post game. Like, he's he's in the rotation. He's going to be a player. Maybe not game one out of seniority, but – Grimes is here. He's the first round pick. He's been identified by Tibbs. He's going to be the replacement for Reggie in terms of the role that Reggie played. So um, I'm very happy for him because he started off a little slow in summer league and he seems it was nice to see Tibbs to, to throw him in there and keep him in there. Yeah. So uh, if you guys want to talk about that and I'm going to hang up But great show again and we'll see you guys on Wednesday. As always, appreciate you, Papa Left, my guy. Um, yeah, those are the point. I was making that point. That's that's that was my thing about Grimes. I just it, I said it. I I, told, like, I love Deuce. Deuce is great. I feel like Deuce is going to be more situational in the sense that when uh, Kemba misses a game or Derrick Rose misses a game or something like that or, uh, or whatever the case may be, I think that's when we're going to be looking at him getting his opportunity. But I feel like Quentin Grimes has that opportunity, as we saw today, to steal a, a, a roster spot in the regular rotation. You know, like he mentioned, Evan Fournier, if the shot's not going in, what else is Fournier going to give us? So we might see a, a back and forth between Burks and Grimes in a certain situation. And like you mentioned earlier on, Grimes showed that he could play three. Mind you, yes, it is the the Wizards, but Kuzma's a big task at the three uh, for the certain situations. I mean, for the majority, he was guarding the other rookie and Corey Kispert towards the end. But I, I, I just feel like there's going to be times this season where we're going to see um, Grimes get that 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 call before some of these other rookies. And I, I, I stand by my my sentiment. I, I believe he's going to be a part of this regular rotation um, earlier rather than later in this season. And that's I, I truly believe that. He just gives us way too much to not be a part of the team. Um, so I, I, I agree with Papa Leff on that. I'll be interested to see who's the 11th guy on all these NBA teams and compare them to like a Quentin Grimes. Because when you look at the Knicks rotation, you would say they have their 10-man rotation set. Because, right. you know, part of Grimes getting opportunity tonight is also Alec Burks being out. Mm. And then you have, like, an 11th guy like Quentin Grimes, who I will say, I you know, I think a lot of the fan base is probably a little surprised that he got the nod like that over McBride, you know? And that's why it's funny how this is all shaped out, right? Because when we were doing the post-game shows for uh, the preseason games, Grimes had a slow start to to, to summer league. Yep. Um, um. To the summer league games. I'm sorry. Grimes had a slow start to the summer league. Yep. And look how he's ended summer league, and now he's yep. ended preseason on a very high note, which kind of establishes a lot of the scouting reports coming out in terms of where he was drafted, being an NBA ready guy. He's proving that now, um, and and that's probably why he's gotten the nod. Um, Right now, it would seem over McBride in in, in situations this season. Um, in terms of, and and this is part of the Knicks creating assets, right? Like mm -hmm. you, this is all great to see because if Fournier lives up to his contract, 
you don't know what could happen in terms of you know building assets if grimes develops and and mcbride develops you have options yeah. so this is why overall man the knicks are in a great spot um i think to papa Lep's point about mitchell robinson um potentially you know being better as a bench player you know i, I can see that perspective um you know creating kind of like that hustle second unit where it's just all hustle and grit um but I, I just think, you know, for this team, he's going to be, you know, the starter. And I think for that center spot, you may maybe you groom Obi to take care of that fourth spot and you move Randall to the fifth spot if Noel, who we don't know if he's gonna play tonight. I mean, Tibbs keeps saying that he's ready, but I don't know why he's not playing if he's, he's ready. Resting. So what happens there? Taj Gibson, you would think, gets the nod as the backup center if whenever Mitch is ready to start. But don't be surprised if you know, later on in the season, you start to see a little bit more of Randall Obi in that four five spot because in the end, like I said, Tips is going to have to adapt a little bit and the Knicks are going to have to, I guess, prioritize a little bit scoring just because we may not have the defense in the perimeter to keep up with some of these teams. Last season, we were so good defensively that we were able to keep teams on pace um with the way we wanted to play basketball but this season the knicks want to shoot way more threes and they've proven that throughout this preseason so let's see how how it happens man these team this team has so many options there's so many ways tips could go there's so many different closing lineups you can have um and you know can't wait so pop a left great call man and wait can't wait to see you throughout the season Yes, sir. And that is that's the perfect way to end the show right there with our guy Papa left um, and the preseason, uh, you know, holding it down for CP. Uh, love doing the show with you, J.D. Always love hearing your insights. You are one of the most insightful dudes that we got in the network. So I appreciate you rocking with me here. Uh, shout out to the chat. Uh, shout out to all the calls. Shout out to all the super chats. Unfortunately, I don't have the magical powers of cp to get some of those older ones so i do apologize uh but we do appreciate all of the donations like i said it goes back to you guys goes back to the channel so it really really does mean a lot shout out to all the first time callers we had shout out to all the first time viewers in the chat but preseason's over and y'all knew that because we heard all the questions talk about this regular season so wednesday the real season begins i'm ready jd's ready no y'all ready jd let them know where they can find you bro well, uh, are you we reading the super chat? I, like I just said, I, I don't have. Unfortunately, they all disappeared on us. Me and me and uh, me and Dave were trying to find them, but we can't get all of those, man. Sorry about that. All right. Well, listen. Uh, great show, Nick fans. You know, let's go. This is here. It's zip zip. This has been an outstanding off season for Nick Fan TV from the draft content to you know summer league to preseason so shout out cp i know you ducked that smoke tonight because randall hit that shot but it's all good it's all good i'll see you on october 20th ck love doing the show with you man um and let's go some quick news for you guys to pay attention to wendell carter today center for the orlando magic signed a four-year 50 million dollar deal robert williams we know signed a 54 million dollar deal so for the mitch you know, fans and people that are hoping that maybe we resign them, that's something to pay attention to because it's $50 million. Is that the market for Mitch? We will see. Um, and let's go. 50 Burger Team, you guys know what time it is. It starts October 20th. The Knicks are going to go 1-0 and 
I'm calling seven and three or eight and two to start the season. And JD Sports Talk NY on Twitter, JD Sports Talk on YouTube. I'll see you guys on October 20th. Man, JD dropping some bombs on us. Okay, so now shout out we... to the mods. Shout out yes, to sir. everyone. Shout out to John Talento, Ari. You know, Papa Left. Yes. Everyone, the legend Chuck D. Chuck D. Man, legend yes, Chuck D. D. Shout out to you, man. I can't wait. I'm hung. I, I, I'm I'm hyped right now. Yes, sir. And uh, let's go. It's ready. It's time. It's time. Yeah, you guys know the vibes. And more importantly, make sure you subscribe right here. Hit that like button if you haven't already. Let CP know that you were holding it down. Uh, we had a fun time for this preseason. Let's get into the regular season. If you want CK, find me over on CK2K. We're content. We'll be back. I took a little break, but I'm going to come back. But more importantly, make sure you subscribe right here. Hit that notification bell for more content. It's going to be a fun season, y'all. It's going to be a fun season. Really excited. We're out of here. Enjoy y'all weekend. We'll see you real soon and get ready for the real thing to begin. Appreciate y'all. We out.